Hi, and welcome to High Tea Time, where we drink tea and wait for the edibles to kick in. Um, yeah, today we are going to be drinking Unicorn. Um, go ahead and read that word for me. Adaptogenic. I did not prepare Beagle for just handing him uh, a word and said, please read it. So Adaptogenic. Do not, do not blame him. All right, I think it's pronounced adaptogenic. Okay. Try. Unicorn adaptogenic. What? Adaptogenic. Adaptogenic. Adaptogenic chai um, from Sasquatch Botanicals. Uh, found this at a local market. Uh, it says it is flavored with j- flavor, filled with flavor, not junk. So you know, uh, it says it's honey, rubose tea, fennel seed, um, Tuluski holy basil. I probably said that wrong. Uh, rose, lion's mane, passion flower, and it's apparently very organic. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. We got it actually at a holiday market, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, that at one? a holiday market. Yeah. Yeah, there was a parade just for us, and uh, just for us. Did you did you want to tell them about the tree? Oh my god! Okay, guys, guys, guys. So so we're so we're we're in this tiny little town, and there's a fucking Christmas parade, right? And then at the end of the Christmas parade, there's this tree, and it has lights all over it, but it's dark, and then. And then they turned a light switch on and then the tree had lights and it was bright and it was beautiful and we had a parade about it. Then we got some coffee. It was nice. It was amazing. So yeah, that's the story behind this tea. <laughs> there was a tree and it didn't have lights on it and then it did have lights on it. Yeah, it was off. And then it was on. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty great. Yeah. I remember that moment. It was very distinct. <laughs> it was an amazing moment. It was no lights. The lights. We, we were on a mission for a wine opener so we could have wine that, that night. Yeah. And then we ran into a parade because that's what happens. Yeah. Oh, uh, we did get the wine opener. We did get the wine opener and we did drink wine. It was wine. Yeah. It was blackberry. It was nice. I liked yeah. it. Enjoyed. Made by my uncle. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. He does all right yeah. with the wine. We're watching Star Trek, the next generation on our podcast, High Trek. Uh, this is our in-between, where we drink tea. This tea is too hot for me to consume still. Um, so we're on season one, episode 18, which is what we watched last week, Coming of Age. Uh, while Wesley Crusher takes a Starfleet Academy entrance exam, Captain Picard and the Enterprise are subjected to an investigation by Starfleet. So uh, Captain Cap- Picard had the most awkward interview process I've ever seen anyone have to go through ever, and it was just terrible, and I felt uncomfortable on behalf of everyone. And then Wesley had some test anxiety, and that was the episode. Yeah, I was disappointed to learn that you basically just didn't like it. No, it it was not a good episode. Like, it wasn't paced very well. It wasn't, like, I, I wasn't compelled by anything. I was like... I was confused and frustrated, like, the whole time. I was just excited. There's all these lore bits that you just don't get to see in the show. And I was looking at... We were watching two different shows. We watched two different episodes. Yeah. We, we really did. Why don't you give a little synopsis of the episode you watched? Well, Wesley is trying to get into Starfleet and going to do the test exam. We learned that you have to be 16 to enter the Starfleet... We learned Wesley that, is 15, uh, will be 16 in two months. 
Yeah, February, I believe they said. Ooh. I think they said two months. I, I don't know anything uh, to know if what that makes him on the star signs. Actually, you know, maybe he didn't say February. I don't know where that came from. I still don't know what February would be in star signs. I don't know either. So yeah, there was testing. He did have some test anxiety. We learned about Worf's deepest fear. It's fear itself. Actually, that's not that's true. That's not true, no. Uh, it's uh, being helpless. Having to depend on others for his own survival. That's literally just what I said. But I said it more precise to the show. Yeah, but I sum- I uh, summarized it in a quippy word. What was it you said? Helpless, being helpless. No, because he wouldn't be helpless. If he you have to on rely on, if you have to rely on other people for your safety, you're helpless. But that's not the feeling he feels. Okay, what's the feeling that he feels? He doesn't feel helpless. He just doesn't like trusting other people, so he always has to trust himself. That's just called hyper-independence. That's a trauma reaction. Then perhaps he's having a trauma reaction. Oh my god, is just all Klingon society just dealing weirdly with trauma? I mean, isn't that society in general? For every... every All societies are just... How do we deal with trauma? I mean, yeah. I I think that's one way to put it. Oh, that's a... That's dark. Yeah. A little bit, but I mean, some people's trauma is... Not as bad as other people's trauma. Oh, that's a good point. I mean, if we eliminate trauma, then we have to deal with less, but it still has I mean, to be dealt with. I mean, this is a, ugh, that's, a, that's a whole other can of worms. Post-it note. This might be a post-it note, yeah. Post-it note. How, be concise on what this post-it note is. So oh, uh, post-it note. Trauma. Is it a natural thing that will always be with us? Spoiler, yes. Okay. Uh, look for that if we ever do our post note segments. Okay. But yeah, we learned about his deepest fear. We uh, also learned that there is some kind of conspiracy going on in the whole Star Trek's universe in the Federation. Oh yeah, I kind of tuned that out because it was boring. Oh. Uh, so like... So Picard has to have the most awkward interview where, like, this dude comes in and is like, we're going to look, you messed up, we're going to find proof that you messed up. And then Picard's like, but we didn't fucking do anything. And then the investigator's like, but we didn't fucking do anything. And then the leader's like, ha it was all a test to see if you wanted to be in charge of a, I have a job. Okay, I went about this all bad. <laughs> well, it wasn't a regular job interview because he was trying to see if he was, like, corrupt or there's like something wrong with him and so they went in, he told the investigator there's something wrong so he made the assumption there is so he could be extra thorough and so yes it's definitely an awkward job interview because he's given an awkward a job but it's also not typical because they were doing hyper investigation to see if he was in on the conspiracy Oh my god, no, that's all bad, that's all bad. If you ever get a secret job interview offer, turn it down, you have better shit to do. That's what Picard said. Picard's smart. And we learn about Picard, and he, uh, because of the Jake boy trying to run away. I also forgot about Jake! <laughs> oh yeah, that was like I kept forgetting scene. about him in the episode itself, like I literally was just like, oh yeah, who's this motherfucker? <laughs> He's gonna die on sucks. Anyway, poor Wesley's having test anxiety. We definitely watched two different episodes. We did. <laughs> it was um 
I'm also the episode of the giggles. Oh, I, uh, I unfortunately had another attack of the giggles. My arch nemesis, the giggles. And, uh, so, uh, I don't, I don't know, man. It was a day. It was pretty fun. <sighs> it was pretty good. So I had some sips of this chai. It's interesting because, like, I feel like it's, it's much more, chai is, like, a very rich, deep, spicy flavor and this has a lot of floral notes which i normally like but it feels like it mellows it out a lot this kind of smells like a mellow version of dit jiao which is a herbal medicine chinese medicine that you like tiger balm except it gets rid of bruises i love tiger balm yeah i like that this you yeah, like this tea? i, I, do like I, this. I don't <laughs> i mean it's not bad don't get me wrong like it, it's it's delicious and it's very good, but I'd much rather just have chai or I'd much rather just have something that's supposed to be floral. I don't like this kind of muddledly bit. I kind of do. Okay. Well, then it's for you. But it is fun because like the flavors are, are fighting each other and I kind of like it's going back and forth on my tongue and that's kind of exciting. <laughs> it is, it is kind of nice. It should be noted that I am a slightly high already. Yeah. And so I have that. Um, munchy, not munchy, um, the heightened taste bud thing. Uh, do you want to go through our adventure party and see what our adventure party did last episode? Yeah, let's try. Let's see, right. let's see if they did the same thing for us. <laughs> Yo, that's a good question. So when we say we watch different episodes, what we mean is we watch the same episode. We both just had completely different experiences watching the same episode to the point where it feels like if... You know that, that that parable of like uh three blind men try to explain an elephant and one like, you know, explains it like a snake because of the trunk and one explains it like a rat because of the tail and one explains it like a wall because of the body. I actually have not heard of that. Oh but, really? Uh, I get the concept. So there's this metaphor. <laughs> I understand the metaphor. You don't have to go over the metaphor. Okay. So, but I've never, I don't think I've ever actually heard that. Oh, before. so it's like this idea that like uh, people can have different perspectives of the same thing to the point where they describe it completely differently. And we had that, that whole situation in our last watch of our last episode. Mm -hmm. Every episode is kind of like that to a degree. Yeah, that one was really extreme though. It's very extreme. So you can tell the difference between someone that has watched it over a dozen times and someone that's never watched it. Yeah. They look for completely different things. Like I'm looking for things that enhance the series in general and they're looking for a good story yeah i'm like oh man is this enjoyable time no i'm kind of bored yeah so it's just two different completely different perspectives uh so jordy who is a rogue slash scout uh what did he do last episode well i'm drawing a blank oh he was real sassy to the investigator yes he was because the investigator is like so you're a helmsman right and he's like yeah i'm not fucking doing anything though because like we're at a star base but i have to be here because we'll say so so like do you want to go fuck off he didn't say go fuck off he mm -hmm. just said it's very boring and this is a job i have to do because it's like procedure oh Oh, hey, I know this is like halfway through the episode, but uh, we consume tea on high tea time and beverages. So if that is a thing that sonically bothers you, please don't listen to high tea time. Listen to our regular podcast where we do not consume beverages on mic. Correct. Yeah. Picard, who is a blade singer, which is a wizard fighter type. He did lots of things. Ugh. Where do you want to, what do you want to say he did? Man, I don't know. 
I didn't care for this episode. All right, so he did a thing where he let his friend and admiral go too far, and, and then he got a job offer, and then he saved a boy's life. Oh yeah. And then he talked to the boy, and then he realized what he really liked doing. He liked being out there exploring the stars because it's his job to save lives. Picard got validation that he is a good, good boy, and it was a nice episode for him, and we all clapped. Yes. So he turned on the job. Yeah. Oh, the job was to be commandant of Starfleet Academy, by the way. Yeah, he was pretty excited. We didn't mention that part. I mean, like, so here's the thing, is that, like, I feel like if Wesley would have gotten accepted into Starfleet, uh, Picard would have had a harder time deciding if he should have gone or not. You think so? I do think so. Hmm. Interesting. I think think it'd be like, oh, man. Wesley would be in Starfleet. I can watch over the boy! So you already think there's that kind of bond. That's what they're writing. Yeah. Like that that's that is the show as written. But you think that would be that big of a, a move. That's how that they would, would write it, it, yeah. Okay. So you think that's a big theme? I think that yeah. Alright. Why? I'm just Should curious. I not? Is the am I wrong? No. I told <laughs> you there was a mentorship. Yeah. I just didn't know if you thought it was that important or not. I mean like that's what they're trying to write. That is that important. Okay. Doesn't mean that that's what the actors are portraying. I just, I, there's layers to a movie or a television where the, you got the writers, you got the director, you have the actors. They all have different perspective and takes on how a thing should be, you know? Yeah. It's hard. They don't all flow consistently at the same time. That's true. Let's see what else happened with Picard. Oh, he gave uh, Wesley a pep talk. No. And they had a moment and you... Said it was a good moment, if I remember correctly. That was Worf and Wesley. They also had a good moment. Did Picard and Wesley have a good moment? Yeah, like, I did feel the first test, but I didn't feel the second test. Oh, 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 that one. That was, like, no. Because here's the thing, is if you're trying, like, if your mentor is making you try to feel better about flunking your exams. Oh, hey, by the way, uh, Wesley was taking uh, exams to enter into Starfleet Academy, and he failed, and it was fine. But, like, he had a hard time. It was a hard test. Everyone was, like, trying real hard. It was a hard yeah. test. He got second. He didn't get first. didn't get into Starfleet. He can try again next year. Probably his first time he ever failed. <laughs> really? Whenever you've seen him fail. I mean, like, they don't... That's a good point. Poor kid. Poor kid. Poor kid. Uh, so... Picard is talking to Wesley. He's like, hey, did you know that I failed the first time I took it? But don't tell anyone. And I'm like, well, then, because he's trying to make him feel better for failing by saying, I, your great mentor, even failed the first time. Um, but don't tell anyone because it's actually a, quite a shame that I failed. So it's actually kind of a shame that you failed, too. I don't think that I took it that way. I know I didn't take it that way. <laughs> I but, don't think I took it And that I don't way. think he took it that way. I thought it more like, ha, this is our little kind of I like... I mean, like, it's... Yeah, no, that's what they're trying to play it off of. But, like, it's also kind of awkward. Because, I mean, like, that's the underlying message, isn't it? But it's... No, I don't think so. Like, I've been told stuff like that all my life. And that's just kind of been the thing. And it's like, you're always going to try to do better. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, other people could take it to that way, I guess. I mean, you did. So... I just haven't experienced I that. did. I did take it that way, didn't I? So I was more impressed with the whole, it doesn't matter you failed, because 
Did you try your best? Yeah, you tried your best. Are you going to do better next year? Yeah, I'm going to do better next year. Then you're doing the right thing. Yeah, no, that was that. Oh yeah, uh, we. That was the problem in the episode is that like I heard a dumb joke and then stopped listening because I got mad at the dumb joke, and I missed yeah. the good part of the podcast. Can't wait till we get to Wharf. <laughs> that was a great. That was. Oh, I hope I edited it correctly so it's amazing because it was. Oh, I don't remember. I was have. I was. They like, were. I was high. good. They were. I was so good. Oh, Jordy. Yeah, Jordy, we skipped over the fact that he talked to the investigator. I think you forgot about that. Yeah, because I just literally all shuffled them into one scene where investigator brings up shit from the past in bad light and everyone's like, yeah, dude, we were like, we were meeting unknown fucking... Yeah, dude, the protocols aren't really fucking written for this shit. We just do our best we can. And then the guy's like, yeah... That makes sense. I, mean, I looked at this and I was like, what episodes did they choose? Why did they choose those episodes? Why is that? Why did the writers choose this one over that one? And does that mean that they're trying to connect the story somehow? Oh, you gave it a lot more benefit than I do. Mm-hmm. When this is just being highlighted. I'm just real cynical. No, not every time. Oh, okay. Sometimes you're not cynical at all. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, why are they mean? I think if one part of the episode is bad, it ruins the episode for you in general. Yeah, that is absolutely correct. And so you do hyper-focus sometimes, and you did that in this last episode. I did. I There are too many cringeworthy things for me to appreciate the rest of the good parts that I liked. But that's why I'm here. Yeah. Talk about them. Yeah, which is really nice. Thank you. Mm-hmm. It's like we're a team. What?! <laughs> So, uh, Data, the wizard. Uh, he had his moment. Uh, he basically did the same thing Jordy did. And, like, this is routine. Nothing's happening. You doesn't. You don't need to be here. He didn't say the last part, but it's, you know, implied. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he told the investigator there was nothing wrong. After the investigator solidified to the audience that Data cannot lie. Which is bullshit, because he lied. It's like in other episodes, right? No. Really? I feel like he's lied before. He has twisted truth. That he's, oh, he's stayed a, lied. Yeah, he's he's learned. He learns things, so mm-hmm. he gets a little bit more complicated. But he never flats out lies. Yeah. So he never. Yeah. Uh, where he's like, I insinuated, and you you decided what it was. I was yeah. vague, and you didn't clarify. So that's on you. And that's actually kind of a callback to Spock to a degree, because Spock was. Vulcans don't lie, and then he was like, but he's half human, so he learns to omit things or to <laughs> phrase them in such a way where he's not really lying. So it's kind of a isn't that a back really to... weird way of looking at humans? It's like humans are tricksters who lie. It is because when we like, watch that's... the movies, you'll get more. We'll we'll be able to talk about this. All right, more. so post-it note for humans are tricksters who lie versus other alien races being too pure to lie. Yeah, that's a discussion we could have after when we watch the movies. I can, for sure, I can see that. Got Worf the Paladin. Oh yeah. Um, go ahead and explain what I don't happened. I even from... remember now. Oh, like... it was a holodeck. Yeah. Wesley is. Waiting. Oh, okay. So Wesley's on the holodeck, and he's like, you know, it was uh, it was post post one of the tests, and he's got to get ready for the psych eval, and he's like, they're gonna try to scare me. 
So I don't know what my biggest fear is. I'm so worried about this. And he's just like sitting in the holodeck. Like there's nothing loaded in there. And so he's just sitting staring at the loading screen pretty much. And Worf's like, yo, what are you doing sitting staring at the loading screen? And he's like, uh, I couldn't fucking pick it. Like I wanted, like, what about spiders? Are those my greatest fear? What about feeling my dead father? Is that my greatest fear? Nobody fucking knows. Uh, and then Worf's like, it's probably the dead father thing. But, like, yeah, it could be spiders. And uh, maybe you should just not worry about it. Yeah, but what did he say that really <laughs> upset you? How, how did you, like, react? No, initially? it was the don't worry about it. Right. It was just like, yeah, you can't, you can't, like, like every, things are going to worry you. And you did, like, you can't stop it. So why why be upset? And I'm like, mm, you're right. Let me just stop being upset right now. they went on the most glorious rant was it really it was it was glorious did i full rant he did a rant about how it's so stupid and condescending and like that was so high you were and then you said you know when you deal with the situation basically it's like if you can't deal with it i mean you prepared you prepared all as much as you can you can't prepare anymore so like you know go play a match three game and like get your mind off of it which is apparently exactly what Worf said mm-hmm. he just said it in a different tone like a, a different like formulation of words that just yeah, really rubbed you wrong and i didn't like it because he's an asshole paladin yeah but he's, he said the same thing you did <laughs> <laughs> you got upset about it. But you said it, but I said it better. You did and say more, it better. More, more understanding and you did. more like, hey, I was uh, validating the original fear of worry. Uh, the big thing is that's that's what it is. Is that by just being like, yo, everything, everything, or like the the idea, like, eh, shit's gonna happen, bruh. You can't really prepare for everything, so just don't worry about it. That, like, I feel like that invalidates the reason of why somebody would be worried about it in the first place. Where, like, the way that I said it, it validates that worry. It's like, yeah, dude, I understand. Like, fuck, you have a reason to be worried. Like, that, that is a, that is a truth that I cannot deny you. Be worried. But also, like, you're, you're ready. You're ready for it. You've done everything you can. Now let's go, like, let's, let's dance, dance battle. And so that you can feel a little bit better, but, like, you know, get that adrenaline kind of out of you before the test so you can clear think it yeah but he's an asshole paladin i hate asshole paladin. They, they wouldn't write his character like that because he's brief to the point and he doesn't open up oh shit the important part of the conversation was what happened after that when he said no way i, I want someone to talk with and after he, uh, he said hey, yeah i if, had to ignore all that because man yeah because then he's like oh the psych test if you're able to Focus on the second part. The first part would seem more like character building. Maybe next, next, next watch. I won't be so mad at Worf. Yeah. That's what you're saying. Yeah. And uh, I, I would like to say what Worf said. It was basically uh, what Worf fears and he fears most is trusting other people. And. Well, and Red flag. Yes. However. Let me tell you, if you're on a date and someone says my worst fear, it's trusting other people. Be like, oh, that's nice, and then never talk to them again. I mean, Doesn't that... matter the gender, non-gendered, all people. If it's like my worst fear is trusting other people, just be like, no, thank you, goodbye. And that's that's fair. You don't want to deal with that, but I I like the fact that he 
talks about facing your fear every day, dealing with your basically dealing with your anxieties. Yeah. And the, the okay, true that test, part was actually really cool. Yeah, and it was like only fools have no fear. Only fools fear nothing. Yeah, and coming from the staunch warrior who is very standoffish and kind of an asshole. Yeah. But he's like, no, dude, it's like I'm scared all the time. It's it's how you deal with your fear that may, or you know, that matters. I do agree with that. Yeah. And so while there is what I would call character building, there was there it was just two character building moments. Yeah, that I had to miss because I was so upset. Yeah, and I'm glad we get to talk about it, and that you realize that you missed these yeah. things. No, I 100% like not saying that my watch is the the only way to view this thing. Yeah. Like I like because that yeah no the second part like did like that that is that is that is very resonates with me because that's how I feel is like I I have anxiety I have some pretty pretty fucking extreme anxiety, uh to the point where it it affects my life and so like it's like yeah no I'm afraid all the fucking time, but I still do things, yeah, because I want to do th- my want of doing things is greater than my fear. Yeah, it's uh difficult sometimes i deal with similar i deal with anxiety as well um which you're aware of yeah our viewers may not be and, yeah. um our anxieties are often different but no less real mm-hmm. was there anyone else we missed someone we had to oh my god we haven't finished the list no bever dr beverly crusher who is a cleric was she even oh, in this yeah. episode the, the interviewer was like hey um you can tell the truth you can tell me the truth how do you feel about serving with the man who killed who, your who, husband? Who ordered your husband and he died. And then uh, she did the the baller baller move of like I'm pretty sure the dude who killed my husband was the dude who fucking shot the gun. She didn't really do that. Yeah, well, kind of. Kind of. She just basically said it's not your fucking business. Yeah, but like spiritually. But very well. Yeah, <laughs> she's like. I mean, through interactions, we know that she doesn't. You know, blame him. Yeah, I think. But like spiritually, she like <laughs> bitch slapped him in the face. I shouldn't. Oh, say that. yeah. Uh, I mean, he spiritually, definitely... she she told him what for. There you go. Mm-hmm. She did. That was her character thing. Yeah, that's pretty good. I liked it. That was about all she did. I think. Yep. <clears throat> I was surprised because like the fact that like this whole episode is about like her son having test anxiety, and then like really she's not in it at all. They really wanted to hit home that like he had a dead dad and no father and. Picard is his father figure. Like, that was... I feel like just... If you want to hyperanalyze, she did, at the beginning, when she was calling him, act very proud that she he was going to be tested yeah. for Starfleet. And how, like, Ensign Crusher, you know, like, well, proud that he's an Ensign kind yeah, of thing. that's true. So, if, if you want to find little things, there was a little thing. Yeah. Uh, Deanna Troy, who is a bard... She was also investigated, or was talked to. Oh, they talked... They, they talked to, to her about the, the PTSD bomb episode. Yeah. Where uh, Picard Picard got mind, uh, mind trapped into a PTSD episode, and then, like, he's like... The investigator's like, so you're saying that he never lost his mind? I'm like, I'm saying that he was fucking attacked by, like, a mind beam, dude. Yeah. Like... Oh, leave him alone. <laughs> exactly. That was the Stargazer episode with the Ferengi. For if anyone does not know what they're talking yeah, about. Yeah, the, the PTSD trap episode. Yeah. 
I know what you're talking about. Most people may have known what you're talking about. I'm talking about people that didn't know what you're talking about. Two two dear readers who really <laughs> love our podcast know what I'm talking about, and I'm I'm here for them. Oh, we've been long enough that we have an in track. That's awesome. What? The track that only our listeners listeners understand. Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, like that's just me. I think I just exist with that. You do, but now we're talking about a community that we're building. Yeah. True dear readers. <laughs> We have Wesley Crusher, who is a sorcerer. Oh my god, he's oh. sorcered up everywhere, all over this fucking episode. He's just so smart, and so perfect, and so great. But he lost. Yeah, because he's so good at it, he has to lose. Just, yeah, I mean... Like, it's just, yeah. like literally, that's, okay, oh, oh, this is a hot take, it's a fucking hot take. So there's this book called, like, The Name of the Wind or something. It's the King Killer Chronicles by Patrick Ruffa. So the main character in the the uh, Name of the Wind series, he is so perfect at everything. And, like, it, he's one of those boy wonders. And I just... Oh. I do not like that archetype. So what do you think of Wesley? I do not like that archetype. <laughs> okay. Because you are all about, like, <laughs> being into not hating him when this show started. Yeah, but then remember. he started being himself, and I was like, oh no, everyone has a point. Yep, alright. Oh no. When no. I was younger, it didn't bother me as much, but oh, it no. does bother me oh, as no. I got older. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Wesley, you're really hard to root for <laughs> with your face. Yeah. What? I don't find the character compelling of like, everyone thinks you're you're here because you're dad likes you and he's like no i'm actually good at the job i'll prove it i'm good at everything it but just, he's not what is he not good at taking tests apparently no like legitimately it was it was he was pretty young and it was the first time and next time he'll have a little bit more experience and probably yeah yeah it was that was a they didn't say that though uh, they they did with with the whole episode Okay, they didn't literally say that. No, they did not, but they inferred it. Like, that was the whole point of the episode. Yeah, I didn't get that, but you're right. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, he also confronted his fear. Of, his biggest oh, fear. Oh, yeah. So they brought up the his dad died. He has and, a dead dad. And he could it's easily really blame Captain Picard. Captain Picard had to make that choice. Oh, my God. So like, to... I can't even feel any empathy for him, even though they brought up the dead dad card. Oh, it's that, it's that far gone now. I know. Oof. I know. I thought that was done well. Man. Oh, no. Yeah, and you don't even care. I don't care. You should start caring a little bit more. I should try. I'll do my best. Okay. Please. We're doing a podcast. Did you realize we're doing a podcast where we talk about these things? Yeah, I know. Okay. <laughs> Last time was a one-off. You've never done that before. So, <laughs> this isn't a pattern. This no. Is... <laughs> uh, was there anyone else that I'm missing? Yeah. Raker. He oh is yeah. a swashbuckler. I really like Riker this episode. Uh, he had a lot of like, uh, so they so at the beginning of the episode they think that they're investigating Riker, and Riker's like, "What did I do wrong? Did they discover my secret uh, love of 1940s uh, heist movies? I'm not actually going to rob a bank. I just have a very elaborate plan laid out in my." room with figurines of how to rob a bank because historically 
because of histor- history. I like the history of bank robbing. Yeah, uh, to know he did not mention anything about bank robbing <laughs> in the episode. They're just like he's not an example. I'm goofing. He's goofing. I'm goofing. That's basically what happened. Yeah, pretty much. And then, he, and then they're like, no, we're not investigating you all. We're investigating like your captain. And he's like, fuck you! No one investigates my captain! And then the guy said, uh, then you're hiding something and I'm going to find out what it is. And he's like, oh god, I really just like heist movies. This is, this is historical. This is historical! I read it for the articles! Yeah. Well, I'm glad you liked at least one character. Yeah, I like Riker. was good. Yeah. He has, this is the first time we really got to see... Yeah, him with he, conflict. Yeah. Handle, with handle conflict. Really? Yeah. I mean, like, he did on that one. I mean, it's not the first time, but... No, it, but like, it was good. And he does... He handles conflict well. He's a good... The the actor, like, emotes conflict very well. And it's very believable. And it feels good. I wonder if he'll say the same thing when he has a beard. Oh, I don't know. Does he get a beard? Mm-hmm. Oh. Spoiler alert. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> I know about the Riker beard because apparently it doesn't get good until Riker gets a beard. That's what some people say. Okay. I think that's more like he had a beard after first season. It's always hard on a first season. Yeah, especially I mean, back in the day. Guys, it's always hard on a first season. We're getting better every time. Oh yeah, we're on a <laughs> podcast. Who forgot we're doing a podcast now? All right. So is that the last person? That I'm is forgetting? the last person. Okay. Our list. So, I think this is a good time to read our tea leaves and see... Oh, we're going to watch another episode. So, we're going to watch Heart of Glory. Do you want to read the synopsis? Sure. Worf must choose between his loyalty to Starfleet and the Klingon heritage when two Klingon fugitives take over the Enterprise. I'm so excited. Because guess what? Guess what? This is a name. This is Heart of Glory. And glory makes me think of Klingons. And and this time it is about Klingons. I know! <laughs> very good yeah so if you want to hear about that uh listen in next next week for our next episode and uh yeah let's make some uh, predictions high track well we'll be watching uh season one episode 19 heart of glory and let me read my tea leaves here and while they're reading their tea leaves i'll finish my tea i think it looks like a poodle and i'm gonna have a fluffy friendly episode with klingons in it mine kind of looks like a broken christmas ornament Oh, what does that mean? It means that it's going to be joyful, but in the end, it, there's going to be a crack that ruins it. Okay. Well, I have a fluffy poodle, and you have a broken Christmas ornament, and we'll see what happens next week on bet your, High Trek. Bet your poodle ruined my ornament. And the poodle probably did. Bye. Bye.